Hi there. Dawn and Rob's Bod Pod. Fitness, health and well-being from Petersfield Community Radio. So hi there, welcome back to Dawn and Rob's Bod Pod. So you're joined by myself, Dawn. And myself, Rob, local personal trainer. So this week um, we decided that we're going to answer some people's questions that have been sent in. So first one is Jane from Petersfield and she has asked, how much cardio should a woman do and is it bad to do it every day? So I think there's a few points to this question. I think it depends on Jane's age, current fitness levels and what it is that she wants to achieve. I'll imagine she's kind of average woman, average fitness, maybe Mm. in her 40s to 50s, let's say. So how much should she do? So that will depend on what her goal is. So if her goal is just a general, I want to be fit and healthy, I want to look good and move well, um, normally I'd recommend about two to three days of cardiovascular work. Okay. And again, that, that could be if her fitness level is quite low and she's just starting out, that could just be a you know 20 minute walk 10 minute walk depending on what her fitness level is like or it could be going on the bike using a rower um going for some runs that kind of thing but it depends on the fitness levels and also what jane enjoys doing if she doesn't enjoy running that doesn't mean she has to do it yeah she might enjoy um swimming for example so i think that's a key point don't don't think oh i must do this form of cardiovascular work in order to get to my goal, whatever that is. If you don't enjoy doing it, then do something different. (laughs) Yes, yeah, okay. And how long would you say, so you say about, obviously it depends on their weight, but what would, if you got up to, we're not talking athletic, you know, fitness levels here, but a normal middle-aged woman, me, so for example, how long should I be doing cardio to notice some sort of difference? Is it half an hour or should we be pounding for hours and hours on the running machine or... Um, again, it depends. Most of my answers are probably going to be it depends, but I'll explain <laughs> why. So in my experience, uh, a lot of my clients, they don't have loads and loads of time mm-hmm. and also they average to good fitness levels. So I would recommend a form of high-intensity interval training, also known as HIT, which you can do in probably 10 minutes, 20 minutes tops, Okay. where you go quite fast on, let's say, a rower or a treadmill or a bike for a short amount of time and then have a recovery, again, for a sort of short to medium length of time. Let's say you've got a run coming up, for example, you want to complete a 10K, maybe that's a goal, then I will definitely recommend some sort of more steady state cardio. So anywhere where your heart rate's at around about 60 to 75% of its maximum. Okay. Um, so it's not too strenuous. So you're out of breath. Yeah, <laughs> probably five, five to eight words in a sentence, and you need to have a breath. Yep. Okie dokie. Next one is Claire in Strood. She's obviously had a baby because she wants to lose her baby belly. Uh, What is the best way to do that? And I assume sort of in a safe way. Firstly, congratulations, Claire, (laughs) on your baby. (laughs) And you want to lose your baby belly. Again, this will... I'm going to start it with depends. It depends on how at what stage you're at if you you know gave birth a week ago or if it's you know a month two months yeah um, i think most of us mothers will be a few months down the line <laughs> yeah, before exactly. we even think about uh exactly. before you can even get out the house <laughs> so we'll say like it's a couple of months down the line you know everything's back to normal or sort of safest way is to start on i recommend some basic kind of body weight exercises mm-hmm. generally what happens is the abdominal muscles 
can be torn or can be severely kind of stretched, kind of need to rebuild those um, safely and effectively. So things off the top of my head that there's quite a few exercises but always recommend getting some sort of advice when doing this you know get someone to watch you do it just to make sure you're doing it correctly yeah but i would look at for example a um a glute bridge which is where you lie on the floor with your um heels close to your to your bum and your knees sort of bent Mm -hmm. and then pushing your hips in the air and then just holding for a second or two and then progress and then going down so glute bridge is a really good exercise because um it uses the hamstrings the the glutes and the core as well Um, but it's not so invasive on the core okay so for example like a sit-up a crunch for example on the core is probably not the best choice to do straight away or you know after having a a baby and there's sort of less invasive exercises you can do that then build up the strength again and I assume obviously her diet as well and sort of what she, Absolutely. What she eats. Yeah, that's that, that's key. That's kind of 70 to 80% of it, really. Yeah. Um, so there's obviously the strength from the exercise, but there's also the diet, which, as hopefully you know, because we've mentioned it on a few podcasts, um, being in a calorie deficit, yeah. which is where you are consuming um, kind of less calories than you're expending by two to 400 calories a day, you'll be in a deficit and you'll know if you're in a deficit or not because if you are in a deficit you'll lose fat you'll you'll, you'll, you'll lose weight if you're not losing weight then you're not in a deficit okay it's pretty simple <laughs> right okay uh, next one is david from petersfield he finds it very hard to stay motivated and um, what can he do okay hi david staying motivated is uh it can be quite tricky depending on what stage of of your sort of fitness journey you're at so I'm going to assume you have a bit of fitness already. Really good way to stay motivated is to firstly do a few tests. So what you could do is do a few body weight tests. For example, you can hold a plank um, to see how long you can hold a plank for. Mm-hmm. You can hold a um, wall sit where you kind of go into a squat position and then lean back against a wall and see how long you can hold that for. Okay. You could do how many push-ups in a minute sit-ups in a minute that sort of thing so you can do a few kind of body weight tests just to sort of see where you're at you can also do um you know a 5k running time or or some sort of cardiovascular based uh, test and then from there you can set yourself mini goals so you can say right my plank time is one minute 30 let's say and i want to get to two minutes okay so you've got that goal there of increasing it by 30 seconds and then working on a program to do that. Those examples I've used might not be applicable, but I'm sure you can think of some examples um, just to kind of get a bit of focus on your training, which will hopefully help push that motivation. Nice. Right. Thank you. And Jack from Steep. So he has tried the weights area in a gym and felt slightly intimidated by, there's obviously quite a few muscle men in there, uh, what can he do to overcome this? And this also sometimes can be for us ladies as well, because when you walk in, everyone does look like they really are large uh, <laughs> and big and muscly. So obviously you don't always sort of think about the men feeling intimidated with this as well, but um, he's obviously wanting to go in there to gain more muscle. So it is an area that's going to help him with that. So what what's your advice with that? I think... I think if I'm honest, every single person in that weights area has gone through that mm. at some stage. So, you know, you don't wake up one day and suddenly have a load of muscle. Yeah. Um, that would be amazing, but it doesn't happen, unfortunately. So in answer to, you, to your question, Jack, just remember that everyone 
has had that or has gone through that or might still be going through that in terms of that, well, I'm not quite sure what I'm doing or I'm not confident in what I look like. Um, I'd probably say 80 to 90% would sit in that bracket, even though they might look like they know what they're doing and they might look confident. That's the kind of outer shell. Yeah. But internally, they might not be. So my recommendation is to just bear that in mind. Um, But also, you can do exercises outside of the free weights area to kind of gain a little bit of confidence, perhaps using the machines, using the cable machines. There might even be some other free weights not in the sort of big free weight area you can use just to do some exercises to get some some confidence with your with your technique and again as always ask a trainer just say well can you just check my technique on this am am i doing this right and then you'll start to feel a bit more confident after the feedback from from the trainer and i suppose sometimes um you know i don't know if you've got a a friend jack that maybe goes to the same gym and maybe going together so then it's a bit of not safety in numbers but you've got that encouragement and support from another friend i suppose that might be a good absolutely good thing as well take a mate (laughs) <laughs> yeah bring a <your> buddy <laughs> wear a big smile and own it <laughs> exactly exactly no it does it does help when you're doing it with someone um because you can kind of bounce off each other as well yeah and uh yeah kind of just almost share that feeling and hopefully that feeling then becomes halved and you can get into the free weights nice thank you uh next one is alex from Liss. uh now this is to do with healthy diets. so i don't know if alex is male or female so this would be interesting to find out if this question is relevant to both men and women so what is a healthy diet these days Uh, we're obviously always hearing different advice and what's in and what's not and we're supposed to eat this and not eat this that so firstly obviously what is a healthy diet these days and what's in and is it the same for men and women what is a healthy diet these days? It's a great question. Um, it depends who who you ask, um, but there are there are lots of different diets out there. There are you know paleo diets. Um, there are vegan diets. There are vegetarian diets. There are you know l- l- hundreds of diets out there. To be honest, what are the foods that you enjoy? Because mm-hmm. you'll always, no matter what, you'll crave them. You'll always kind of go back to those foods. Yep. And I don't mean, oh, I just love chocolate. Like, you know, there there will be healthier options that you do enjoy. You know, you might enjoy um, fish, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, you might not enjoy chicken. That's fine. Don't eat chicken, eat more fish. Um, So I always go back to to what is it that you enjoy because that will form kind of habits and form consistency. So a healthy diet is one that can stay consistent and doesn't spike up and down and sort of of be great for two days and then not great for a day and that kind of thing. But bear in mind the the kind of 80-20 rule. I think we actually said this to Joff when we we spoke to one another on our show. But 80% of the time, if you're on a diet that includes lots of sort of Mediterranean foods, like, you know, vegetables, fish, um, poultry, that sort of thing, then then great. But then 20% of the time, we're we're humans and we, we like to, you know, and enjoy well inverted commas naughty things you know chocolates crisps whatever but that's fine as long as that is in moderation and that is 20% of your week rather than 80% of your week Mm -hmm. so it really does depend on on each individual and what they enjoy to eat really I think if you're if you're looking to lose weight like a lot of people probably are um there's again a multitude of ways you can do this um but whichever option you choose you need to be in a calorie deficit okay whether that's vegan whether that's paleo whatever it is um you need to be in a calorie deficit and that's essentially all that the diets are is to get you in a calorie deficit yeah <laughs> so 
Because there's all sort of like with the fasting as well, isn't it? I don't know what your sort of thoughts are. You hear all these sort of good things about that and then it's been around for hundreds and thousands of years and so that, again, is sort of, you know, again, some people say that's good. Then it was the 5-2, then it was the 16-8, then it was the 500 calories a day and now 600 calories a day. So obviously it keeps sort of shifting. So it's quite hard for everyone to... Yeah, know exactly what they're supposed to be doing. I yeah, for definitely. you as well. I mean, it's yeah. For for me, I just kind of remain consistent with my principles, which are: if you enjoy certain foods, then build those into your diet. But ensure that if you do want to lose weight, make sure you're in that calorie deficit. So a five-two diet is getting you in a calorie deficit. A no-carb diet is getting you in a calorie deficit. Do you, do you see what I mean? So, yes. Yeah. Um, but on the other, on the flip side as well, if you want to gain weight, there's a lot of people out there who actually want to gain weight. It's um, being a calorie surplus. So okay. You can figure out um, how many calories you need. Um, there's loads of calculators you can do it, but you should probably also know. So most people know what their weight is generally, give or take a couple of pounds or kilos perhaps, and just monitor it. Monitor what that weight does and what you're eating and mm. if that weight is increasing and you want it to go the other way we'll reduce the amount you know the, the volume of food and that's one other thing actually uh, what i get a lot of my clients to do is kind of recalibrate um what they think a 40 gram bowl of cereal for example looks like yes because it's yeah, amazing it's hard to know when it you is. when it says you should eat you know like on the back of a packet or something and it says you know it's 400 calories per blah blah you know 200 grams or something it's it's that's quite hard for people to measure and there's always two measurements on there as well there's per packet and then per per 30 grams or something Mm. so yeah you're right if you're pouring a bowl of cereal or something you think is that 30 grams or is that not 30 grams i don't know i think that yeah the the easiest way to do this is to um, get your scales out kitchen scales put a bowl there and guess what 40 grams is and mm. then see if you're right and then measure it yeah <laughs> and measure, measure it. it and you'll you'll remember that you'll yeah. remember oh wait hang on a minute this bowl looks a little bit a little bit too full for for 40 grams yeah i was gonna um, say unfortunately it's always a lot less than what you well, hope it, it, it is. is yeah it is and smaller portions isn't it we yeah. should be really easy i think we've been used to having nice big plates with big portions yeah i do like a big portion one thing to bear in mind actually over um over the christmas period um a lot of my clients struggle to go from the portion sizes over christmas back down to kind of normal sizes so first week of january get the kitchen scales out and you know measure it out, yeah. out again just so you know that actually know that the quantity of what i'm eating is is right yeah get rid of that winter weight that's it we'll come on to that <laughs> later but yeah um and then so lastly this is actually um more this is a question from me uh so protein i find that because i don't eat meat and so i have to try and find my protein from elsewhere if i'm i go through fits and starts with my what's in what's out so I did vegan for a little while and so I was no eggs so obviously that's a nice protein source as well uh, no fish which is where I used to get my protein from so protein really is how do we make sure we get enough in our diet and really sort of you know what are the sources of that obviously meat is the prime example if you're a meat eater but people who are sort of vegetarian or vegans especially is I, I found that was really hard it is. It is really hard. You, yeah, you're not alone in that. 
it is tough and protein is uh, it's a great question because I'm, I'm glad you asked it because protein is very important for recovery um for you know building strong muscles but also hair skin nails that sort of yeah. thing so you need to be having enough protein in your diet that's you know that goes for everyone especially um, i think with ladies you know i'm at that certain age as well when you know menopause kicks in and then obviously we are then at higher risk for osteoporosis which can hit a lot of us and men but obviously us ladies hit it a lot quicker and sooner when well they say in your 50s but some of us in their 40s so yeah it's it's an important thing that we should be having every day absolutely it really is it really I, i can't stress that enough protein is um yeah, it is important and it is challenging on a vegan diet, but there are ways you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wouldn't, if someone wasn't on a vegan diet, I wouldn't recommend this, but if someone was on a vegan diet and they were really struggling to hit their protein intake, I would definitely recommend some form of protein um, supplement. Yeah. So a shake um, or, or bars or something like that. Okay. You can obviously in powdered form. I know you've, you've tried quite a few, Dawn, and yeah. there are there are some good protein, uh, vegan protein. Yeah, um, my new one I love. There. I've yeah. got one at the moment that's like a chocolate milkshake, and I love nice. it. Nice. Well, and good. then I have it with cashew milk, mm-hmm. um, but I know some of the milks so that they fortify them, don't they? Mm-hmm. So they add bits in. Again, I don't know whether that, this fortified is that unhealthy. Is that what? I don't understand what all that is either. Um, I think, it, again, it's kind of moderation. You don't want too many added ingredients that yeah. you probably shouldn't be consuming on a regular basis. So mm. I think it makes it up. You know, if you have your cashew milk, then great. But also you know, try it with water. Try it with um, almond milk. Try it with different yeah. types of milk as well. But the, I think that the problem with a vegan diet and its protein intake is when you try and increase your protein through food generally a lot of the kind of protein snacks and that sort of thing um, that you have to supplement with sometimes are by, are bound by fats so sugar there is a lot of sugar in yeah there. um so your protein might be maybe 11 grams but your fat will probably be similar yeah you know? and that's not great and mm. like you said a, a lot of sugar so it, it's challenging but there are things you know tofu is probably the best form of protein yeah you wouldn't want to eat tofu every every day i wouldn't no, imagine can be a bit boring. Um, yeah but um you know beans lentils pulses nuts seeds you know mm. that there is a lot but you just have to plan and prep yeah I, I saw a documentary recently where at the end of it and it was about um all these celebs and bodybuilders that are vegans uh, and at the end it was sort of that you know preparation is mm. the biggest thing it was james Cameron actually the uh, film director but he just said you know he's vegan and he said I have to plan um the week's worth of food because you can easily just mm. fail so I think it takes quite a bit of bit of work yeah to, to be on a, on absolutely. a vegan diet absolutely it's definitely doable absolutely and if you get in, in, into that routine of prepping your food then then it can be great and there's yeah. definitely been some fantastic results with the vegan diet I yeah. know lots of different industries and sports so it you know if you can do it then fantastic mm. And feeding yeah. yourself with all them vegetables, more veg, and we, yeah. we, I have to say, as a family, we ate a lot healthier and a lot better. 
by doing it because I've I just cooked for everybody I wasn't you know what I was eating they were eating so <laughs> and we did we had a really a lot of really lovely food and some nice curries and um, uh, you know and stir fries and things but yeah everyone enjoyed most of the meals that I did over that few weeks nice I don't think there's well not to my knowledge there's been a study where anyone has gained fat from eating too many vegetables so (laughs) so uh yeah we all know it's it's good for us so if you know if you can a bit like dawn do um do more meals with a lot of veg in then that's that's yeah but just try and be you know aware of how much protein you're having yeah like you said plan and prep as best you can and then if you are um with vegetarian obviously then your, your eggs and things you can have from protein so if you are a meat eater can you eat too much protein can that affect you in any way if, if you, you, you know, if you're you, chucking you your can. steak down your throat every day? <laughs> you can. Uh, and I'll give you an example. There was a friend of mine, was probably eight years ago now, um, and he was trying to get bigger. So he was trying to be in a calorie surplus. Actually, a couple of mates have done this. Not not since. But they both had protein shakes that were very calorific. So yeah. you're talking maybe four or five hundred calories per, oh my per shake. Right. So, um, but the problem with that was that they were having way too much, you know, stuff that they put in to these shakes that yeah. you know, your body really shouldn't be uh, consuming and one of them actually got uh, kidney stones from that oh wow um, and okay. that's what the doctor put it down to was um basically if you don't sh- this is actually a good point if you do have a protein shake make sure you shake it well enough because if you don't and there's kind of lumps in it the body struggles to break that down oh my gosh so right, okay just make sure that you do shake it well yeah. enough or blend it or whatever because if it's yeah too gloopy and lumpy, then the body does struggle sometimes to, to break wow. that down. Wow, um, and it's because it's a powder. You wouldn't think. Yeah. You wouldn't think that. But yeah, obviously, certain brands are better than others. I won't say which ones yeah. are here, but they're <laughs> you know, there's a, there's some that are better than others. I'd okay. Um, so you can have too much protein. Y- yeah. So yeah. probably best not to have meat. You know, every breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Because you'd be going too much. I think you'd you'd be insane as well. Yeah. (laughs) Having that much meat. I mean, you know, a lot of um, kind of bodybuilders who are competing will do that. But then they stop and come back off again. It's not a sustainable lifestyle, is it? But if you're doing it for a competition, then great. It's putting a lot of pressure, actually, isn't it, on on the blood? Because obviously eating meat does sort of affect your your blood and what's going through. But it's sort of, um, yeah, that's a lot of fat really that's going through your little veins <laughs> yeah yeah again I, with everything moderation is key mm. you know? um, I wouldn't recommend to anyone eat chicken you know every day yeah it's just not sustainable and it's boring as well yeah <laughs> yeah know? true try and get and some the same meals every day <laughs> yeah exactly but that goes again back to what we said a second ago uh, with prepping so make sure you prep to make sure you're ready for the week you know batches of lunches and dinners that then serve the lunch the next day that sort of thing yeah um, is very very key if you're going to do that perfect righto thank you very much no uh so join us next time uh where i think we have joff coming back and he is going to let us know how he's getting on we're seeing him literally a couple of days before his show so we are hoping that he can fit into that blazer that he's been talking about you said he's bringing it so yeah he did <laughs> So, uh, so that's great. Thank you, Rob. And uh, join us next time when we will be we will have Job with us. Thank you. Dawn and Rob's Bod Pod. Find all our audio at petersfieldradio.uk or search for Petersfield Community Radio wherever you get your podcasts.